0: people and welcome back to episode 7 officially of the authentically iconic podcast. Uh, thank you for tapping in. If this is you coming here the first time, welcome um, to this episode. Uh, I have a new guest uh, as I do every other week except last week, which I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that sometimes I will be the guest <laughs> by myself. so that was the case for the last episode. But for this episode, Um, I wanted to kind of backtrack and give a little more context and background of like where I come from, where I grew up, um, and just talking to a friend who I met. What year did we meet? 2016, 2016.
1: 2015.
0: I think 2016. Um, And Adrian, his name's Adrian. I will be introducing him right now. Um, His name is Adrian, but he saved on my phone as Adrian Too Groovy because I he know. goes by Too Groovy as well. I know. His at name on the gram is Too Groovy. Hold on. Does this just stop filming? Oh, no. It's still recording. But. <clears throat> his at name will be down below uh, for the gram and Twitter. Adrian has been my friend literally since 2016. <laughs> Um, and I don't know how we remained in each other's lives, but we have, and me and him literally can talk about just interesting topics and backgrounds for hours. Mm -hmm. Um, that's rare. So if you have somebody in your life, um, that you can talk to about dope subjects like that, please keep them around. Um, always feeding each other's minds is something that, everybody should have, um, in friendships and just in connections in general. Um, so I want to just give Adrian the floor to kind of introduce himself. Um, and we'll go from there. We're going to be briefly, we're going to be discussing, um, throughout the, this podcast episode, um, just again, my background, uh, growing up in San Diego, me and Adrian both grew up in San Diego, um, in Dago, to be exact. And we're going to talk about the difference between San um, Diego and um, Dago, which is where we're from and why we claim it and rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, we're going to talk about, um, you know, gaining inspiration in life, where we gain our inspiration from, um, two individuals that have impacted our lives significantly. Um, and where your purpose stems from. So if those are some topics that you're interested in, um, keep on listening.
1: Right now, right now, what's the deal? It's I.B. Too Groovy, formerly <laughs> known as what she called me earlier, government name. You, feel me? you don't know, you won't know. You feel me? Right. Uh, I come from San Diego, Southeastern section, to be exact. And And what
0: part of Southeast did you grow up in? Because there's different parts, by the way.
1: For sure. So I mainly grew up in uh, Paradise Hills, but then I moved over to Emerald Hills when I was like 12. And I spent the rest of my time over there in like Emerald.
0: OK, and then you also went to high school where you went to high school actually, in like the north part of San Diego? Yeah. This is why we know the difference, y'all. Mm-hmm. This is why we know the difference.
1: <laughs> I actually got bussed up to Scripps Ranch High School, way up to 15.
0: Which is in a different district. And that is that is that considered Poway district still?
1: Basically, it's I think Poway that's Poway. Yeah. So
0: I was actually moved up there too. like my mid sophomore year um and that is when I started to see like the disparities between mm-hmm. San Diego and Dago because mm-hmm. the funding for these schools is totally different mm-hmm. huh Adrian like sure. on some different like they have there is no budget cuts For you know I
1: me, mean? it's way <laughs> different like even from elementary school like I went to Nubia Leadership Academy it's on the corner of, like Imperial and 61st Man, we 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 were located at a church location. The school wasn't even a school. It was on the campus of a church, basically, with a building next door. Some know about Nubia. You feel me? It's a whole different environment, going to Scripps.
0: And what were some disparities that you saw? Um...
1: I mean, personally, I, I noticed that, uh, you know, a lot of things were different. The way people look at you. I mean, the way people respond to... How you respond or how you are. You know, some people have never seen people of color, brown, black, any other color of person to that extreme, being that close to somebody. So, I mean, it's, it's, they all looked the at you
0: very different. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> they
1: looked at me like I was an animal almost, not to that extent, everybody but I've seen it for They were sure. just judging you on that level. I could see it in their face, whether they spoke it or not, their body language. Um, by the
0: again. way, since you can't see Adrian, Adrian is a black man. <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'm
1: real black. I'm, 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 you <laughs> feel me? I'm a, right, I'm a so, nice little, little dark brown. But crowd. for me, um,
0: for me, that was like a similar experience, except I was change, like leader. a cultural change. Um, I was definitely the only Latina there, and I was a cheerleader. I went to Westview, and it was like mid-Poway, like Rancho mosquitoes, predominantly white and Asian. That's all I'm going to say. And, yeah, so I can definitely relate. <clears throat> and for how long did you do that? You bussed out just for high school?
1: Well, yeah, so I went from Nubia, which was in the southeast, and then I went to middle school in Point Loma, but I took the city bus, you feel me, and then So you got school, to see
0: both perspectives, basically. Yeah, I rode the
1: orange line and the blue line all the way to Point Loma, And then high school, I got busted out of scripts for the whole high school career after high school.
0: So what are your thoughts on like the disparities and the differences between um, the San Diego, like Dago that we know? Um, By the way, I grew up, he already said where he grew up, but I grew up in um, Spring Valley. Lemon Grove first, well actually university too, um, when we first moved to the States and then uh, Lemon Grove. And then lastly, Spring Valley before we moved um, to the northern part of san diego um so if you could speak to that like what are some of the disparities that you saw um growing up
1: well i mean in different situations whether it was school or i mean you know even in my neighborhoods like i won't sit here and say that everything was so negative but there was a clear difference in different communities i mean You could even go down as far as saying litter. You know, certain Mm -hmm. communities might have more uh, litter. Or Or um, graffiti. I noticed that.
0: Or liquor stores. You know. Um, Because I grew up with the liquor store in every corner. And when I moved, I was very, like, I was very lost um, when I didn't see, like, you know, a local liquor store Mm -hmm. or, like, graffiti. Like, it was super cleaned up, super nice, like, rich right affluent whatever you want to call it right um and then i learned that the schools are funded that way Mm -hmm. based off of the properties which obviously the property value in those areas is Mm going to be you know skyrocketed compared to like the old neighborhoods that we grew up in in san Diego. you know what i mean so versus like la mesa spring valley like you know or even lincoln around there like there's all of those communities are in a different uh socioeconomic status and it shows time and time again, um, just with the communities and stuff. Uh, what are some things that you liked about growing up in San Diego and what are some things that you didn't like about growing up in San Diego?
1: I mean, for me personally, I thought the weather was cool. Like, Because before, look, before <laughs> I even, yes. before when I used to, um, when I was younger, I used to live in Georgia because that's where my family originally from, you feel me? My, uh, my whole lineage of people are from the South. But I'm out here because my mom was in the military, so she got stationed out here. So I instantly took a liking to the weather. I mean, in Georgia, it's different seasons and stuff like that. The temperature can get real hot and humid, which I didn't mind. But say I say I really like the weather out here in Dago. And then um, another thing, obviously, I like the Mexican food. Oh, my Mm, goodness. We have the best taco
0: shop. And I hope anybody that's listening from out of town, uh, out of the state, or from L.A., because L.A. always trying to come for us, talking about we got good taco shop, too. No, y'all don't, Um, respectfully. Y'all got great food, though, great food spots, very diverse food spots. But Dago got the best Mexican uh, taco shop, like, period, like, period. Like, I just want to say that for the record, um, because everybody, every Dago native knows that. I'm pretty sure everybody that comes visit and they're from San Diego the first stop is a taco shop for sure. So, yeah, um for me, I feel like <clears throat> one of the things I liked for sure was the Mexican food, mm-hmm. but the beaches. I really like the beaches and like Sunset Cliffs and like La Jolla. Just like all the different areas that you can go to and it's mm-hmm. like a different vibe. Um You'll never be bored in San Diego, really. Like, there's always stuff to do, I feel. Earlier um, off the mic, um, where do you think purpose uh, stems from? And how do you think people, you know, could go about analyzing their purpose or trying to, like, dig deeper to finding a deeper meaning in life? We were talking about the movie Soul, too, by the way. If y'all haven't seen that, y'all need to tap in.
1: (laughs) um i believe that purpose is something that stems from your inner self i believe you first gotta know yourself to an extent not even all the way but just to an extent to at least Mm -hmm. get a whiff of your purpose
0: but you said earlier um when you were talking to me about you know how my purpose stems from uh you know breaking generational you know barriers Um, being first generation in America, you said, okay, well, that's purpose already in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you think there's layers to your purpose?
1: I mean, it also all depends on what you might see your purpose to be and what it might actually be. So there's a layer in itself. Like, you might think it's this, but it could actually be this. But it took you doing a certain thing to get to that other layer to see your Mm -hmm. full purpose. You Mm -hmm. feel me? So it's like, I think that... There's definitely potential layers to your purpose, but and it's more different
0: like inspirations, right? Like sure. I feel like we were talking about that too, which you know, it's like I stem I feel like my purpose also stemmed from a certain extent, obviously from Tupac. Like and I always talk mm-hmm. about this and people and we've talked about this numerous times, like sure. how you know, his word or what he spoke about or what he stood for when he was alive. Um that was very reflective in what i saw myself doing and how um it kind of sparked my brain Mm -hmm. so it kind of i guess contributed to my purpose because at 11 years old where when i discovered him i didn't know shit about generational curses i Mm -hmm. didn't know anything about what i know now you know what i mean that i'm striving for etc etc um so speak to that like how different things contribute to your purpose because Clearly, Nipsey Hussle contributed to your purpose and, like, you know where you where you're going in your life or where you see yourself too. Mm -hmm. Just based off of his words,
1: so yeah, I mean, I think obviously an outside influence will create a a certain depth in your thinking. You know what I mean? Like, Uh you're gonna get taught something by someone, whether you're inspired, you admire them, or whether you just see them occasionally. Mm -hmm. They can create a certain influence based on your level of like perception you know the dude at the gas station who might be homeless and just might be up there drunk he might have a perspective for you he says something to you every day you know what i mean you might have outside influence to find your purpose through something simple like that you know he might could just say smile you alive you know and it might be something simple but you found your purpose in feeling like okay now i should get other people to to smile because they're alive and somehow you won't end up working for a suicide hotline or something like that you know what i mean
0: right but i feel like we also like i stated before i feel like at the beginning when we were talking off the mic too that i said um that purpose living is purpose yeah because okay and you said you haven't watched the movie soul and i Mm -hmm. hope that you watch the movie soul um and if you have disney plus please tap in because basically that is like the core of what the film is talking about like Mm -hmm. it's really talking. i'm not gonna kill it for you because you you need to see it yourself but um In itself, like the message is that life itself is like your purpose. Like, don't Mm. get caught up in like, okay, well, you know, I got to do this in life in order to say I have a purpose. Like, I have to have this grind, this many hustles, this many like businesses, whatever it is that you do Mm. for a living. Like, that shouldn't define. Like, that's not really your like your purpose is your life, like your your testimony.
1: Right, your legacy.
0: Right, so. What are your thoughts
1: on that? I mean, I look at it like this, like, okay, let's say, for example, the example you just gave, a person might think their purpose is having a gang of businesses or, you know, success, material success, tangible success. mm -hmm. That's their purpose in their brain. What if their real purpose was actually that kid that they inspired who walked up to the store and saw that this dude who looked like him was able to do it? And that was his purpose to inspire somebody else and that next kid comes up and comes up with the next great thing in 20 years
0: wow you know what i mean that that's could be nipsey. his purpose you see what i'm saying <laughs>
1: that's, that's that's what you just said nipsey. living is a purpose it's all hand in oh, hand my You feel me? so even if they use different uh, uh you know variables to say that's their purpose the ultimate purpose will still be lived out because okay, it's divinely so let me ask guided you
0: this. let me ask you this because this is getting real interesting mm-hmm. so if I tell you, Adrian, on paper, my purpose is speaking. Mm. My purpose is, is, is motivating people. Like, genuinely uplifting people with, like, kind words and shit. Like, right. Is that my purpose? Or is my purpose just being, like, just living?
1: Well, I mean, living. But then
0: implementing that as well because it makes you happy? Because it does make me happy. So is yeah. that, like, your purpose? Because some people are parents, too. You know, yeah. that's a purpose.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I feel like there's so many different things. Like, please
1: elaborate <laughs> okay so going off your example if you're saying okay that's my purpose on paper this is what it is if that's what it is to you that's what it is to you but you have to look even deeper and say anybody's purpose whether it's this that and the third their purpose is divinely guided so no matter what it is to them
0: defined divinely guided
1: please. divinely guided is if you look at the word divine divinity anything divine is something special it could be sacred it could be uh, considered holy spiritual to an extent so if you think about the word divinely and then guided, it's guided by something divine. So basically meaning the path was already written. It was something bigger than destiny, you. Destiny. Exactly. To an extent, it's something bigger than you guiding you towards what you're getting towards that. You don't even know you might be getting towards.
0: And by the way, before, cause we are not about to get religious or anything like that. Um, you know, cause I respect people's beliefs. Um, but whatever you believe in, just know that it's divinely, you know, presented to you and it's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, also back to what we were we were talking about. So, purpose can be basically a lot of stuff in one. For sure. And you, it's, it's up to you to kind of find, like, dissect, like what that is for you and in what opinion, that looks, looks. In my like opinion, for you. I, I
1: believe it is because, already, if you, if you go off the the word in that we we a lot of times say, life is choice driven. Uh, you make the choices you make based on whatever decisions you feel like making. So. If you're divinely guided, you're also going to have the opportunity to get more in touch with yourself. You're going to be able to get more in touch with who you are. So the choices you make are going to be more based on the divine guidance because you're more in touch with who you are. Do if- you
0: think that people ignore that purpose? Because I feel like personally, since I was a kid, like, since I can remember, my mom would ask me, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I always would say motivational speaker. I would mm. always tell her that. And she just told me, like, hey, you got to go through a lot of shit to be that. Right. Like She told me that straight up. But, like, I can remember being 15 saying that. So it's like, do you think that It's something, and I like I said, also a lot of people ask me, hey, how, where do you get your confidence? Well, look, I was bullied a lot. So I was, when I was able to stand up for myself, I put myself in a position to where I was like, well, now I have the leverage, so I'm going to uplift other people. So I would use my leverage, like, AKA, people can't fuck with me or tell me stuff or like bully me. And I would help other people that were getting bullied, you know, Mm -hmm. because I just know how bad it is. So. That is kind of how I got into like motivationally like uplifting people and shit like that. So do you think that's like engraved in you and like what we were talking about like your personality type because some folks are not necessarily like I don't think it's not that they don't want to follow it but I think Mm. that there's it takes certain boldness and certain like personalities to be able to say shit, do shit and like you know?
1: Yeah. I mean it, it definitely takes I would say a certain personality but it also takes a certain type of uh, drive I would say a certain type Define of drive.
0: what do you what do you think drive is
1: driving is, is something that could be defined in a number of ways but more specifically for me I mean drive is something that's a motivation something that is your want your get up and go get itness, something that makes you get up out the bed and say this is what I'm going to do this is what I want to do this is what I should do that's a drive something that's driving mm-hmm. you. it could be your kid it could be a new car it could be a new job it could be a new body type it could be whatever you want it to be that's your drive so I think that it it takes a certain level of drive to even find that because a lot of people would rather take the path of least resistance. You feel me? Like they don't want to
0: deal with the bullshit.
1: Exactly. They don't want to climb the hill. Like
0: I read something that says that even if you try to like avoid going through the bullshit, you're going to have to deal with life. Like you either basically what the quote was saying is like you either live your life intentionally Mm. to the point of like this is my purpose and this is what I'm going to pursue, whether I fail, whether I don't, or you just take the safe path and do whatever the fuck, you know, society tells you to do or your parents or whatever people expect of you. You do that and then you'll be comfortable and you won't have to grow or necessarily, but you're still going to have problems. Life is still going to come for you because life doesn't stop. It's going to continue to come for you.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think
0: people lose that, like, That sense of like, okay, if I would have recognized that this moment in time and I would have done something different, you know, because it's like, if we knew what we knew today, our life would have been, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I don't, and I don't want to sit here. I feel like every single person's journey is intentional and you have to go through the hurdles and the stuff that you go through intentionally. Like, I don't think that it's just like, you know, we just about to put you through this, you Mm -hmm. know? But I feel like so many times it's about how if you're defined by it or what you do with it to, you know, maximize off of it. right? Like I just told you, and I never really talked about that to anybody like that. Cause that getting to the root of it, but like, I really did get bullied a lot. And that is what drove me mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, you, you get up another day, like, okay, I'm about to get bullied today. Like, what am I about to do about it? Right. <laughs> you know, right. like it really comes down to it. But then when you get that you get in that position to where it's like, okay, I could either choose to bully somebody right now or uplift somebody. Right. (laughs) And some people many times choose to, you know, belittle people just to make themselves feel better. But I was always like, nah, like I'm not about to make anybody feel excluded Mm. or below me because that's just not, that don't exist. We made that choice. If you move that way, like, wouldn't Mm. you know? You know what I'm saying? I always thought that way. So um, I say this to say, like, we just talked about like the differences, you know, of, you know, the purposes and of our lives and things that contribute to our purpose. Right. But what is one thing or a message that you want to leave with whoever is listening to this podcast right now? Um, something off your heart cause I know you always got something to say positive <laughs> and inspiring. Um, And also, if you could add, because um, me and Adrian also connected on the fact that he loves Nipsey Hussle. Like, he lives by Nipsey Hussle's um, ideals. And um, he reminds me of me with Tupac because (laughs) of how much he lives um, up to, you know, what Nipsey Hussle's legacy is. So I want him to speak on that. And then we can go ahead and wrap it up.
1: I mean, honestly, all I got to say is stay true to yourself, whoever you are. Period. If you don't know who you are, go find out. It's not, it's not a bad thing. You don't have to feel ashamed because it's easy to be inspired by other people. And it's not wrong to be inspired by someone else or a group of people, anything like that. It's okay to take inspiration, to add bits and pieces to your unique character, but you're also yourself. Everybody else is already taken. So personally, I think that the world got a lot going on it's 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 easy to blanket things or get real specific on what people should do shouldn't do you know I, I don't have the manual for everybody's life but i will say one thing that will outstand the test of time is if you just stay true to yourself your character gonna live past your body you feel me
0: yes definitely your character will live past your body that is
1: It's what people gonna wild. speak on when you're gone you know what i mean
0: and that is really what matters um when it really comes down to the bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then just say how how Nipsey Hustle has shaped uh, your journey or who you are as a person.
1: I mean, Nip really gave, I would say, a lot of inspiration, advice, um, you know, storytelling and picture painting that I related to in a lot of different situations, as I'm sure a lot of other people have as well. But, I mean, for, for, for me, I think that Nipsey was more of like a a figure who not only represented what was possible, but also showed you to be, you know, outstanding in everything you do. Because Nipsey, when he first came out, it wasn't just all high power rich. You feel me? Talk. He was super high power gangbanging. You feel me? But he was outstanding at that. He let it be known where he was from. You know what I'm saying? He was proud
0: of where he was from. Exactly. And he was trying to give back to his community and change, you know, the... Poverty, exactly, and the level of poverty. Um, he advocated for a lot of people mm-hmm. um, in LA, you know, in communities that don't really have a voice. Exactly, when it comes down to it. So I think that's one of the most powerful things that he really did. Um, one of the things that connects him to Tupac, like, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, another person that he was inspired by too, for sure. um, clearly in his path, um, always giving back to his community and understanding right. and remembering where he's from. Um, so I say that to say, I, I just want to thank you for pulling up um, and doing this podcast with me, you are a very special person to me and have shaped my journey.
1: I appreciate <laughs> it. <Likewise. laughs> and,
0: um, you know what I'm saying? I, it's not, it's definitely not, uh, how do you say it? Like it was definitely meant to be that we crossed paths in this part, life clearly. Um, is surely. And, uh, definitely that message, please. If you, if you leave with one thing after this episode is that your character will live past your life. Mm-hmm um and and if you are still listening up until this point shout out to you um definitely give us a follow or share us um our page on instagram um really really appreciate that at authentically iconic pod and um i will see y'all in my next igtv video youtube video or podcast um and thank you so much for tuning in